0: All right, we are on and popping. Two guys that have gotten absolutely robbed in Sacramento recently. Myself, Christian Soto. Matt Berkey has not been off of his phone for two days.
1: I feel like Adam Scheffner around draft time. This This is you. This is what you were built for. Yeah.
0: So this is an emergency podcast. We usually release on Mondays. We are now releasing as soon as we close shop here i flew in from new jersey just to meet you here to talk about this topic we got fucking robbed allegedly we got tortured allegedly with a 99.9 percent certainty i i can't
1: disagree with we that. got pot ripped i can't disagree with it everything is alleged right now i want to be the voice of reason give this man a little bit of due process Nah, fuck that but yeah no we got cheated no we got cheated nah, for sure
0: we got cheated we went up there, played 2550. No one told us anything. <laughs> that, that, that's what I was pissed about. So let's start, let's start from the beginning. Yeah. Right? Okay.
1: So, right. so, just to break down quick facts of how things went as far as I, I saw them, we were late. So, mm-hmm. we actually got there like they'd already played three hands or so. Yeah. So, we missed any sort of like introductory production meetings or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So, that,
0: that was the part where they would have told us we got cheated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would have <laughs> led with, hey,
1: uh, this game's rigged. Yeah. Uh, Do your best. Good luck. I actually feel great, man. (laughs) I feel like I played fantastic considering I had a guy in god mode to my immediate right who I lost very little money to. Um, But yeah, so we missed like whatever the rules uh, were for the stream. Just showed up. I had watched the stream maybe a couple times in the past, and the best that I could tell was it was rowdy. There weren't very many regulations to it, and uh, it was something that Stones was utilizing as marketing and promotion. Right. So I just assumed that you know, phones were fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, basically, with what we do here at the Academy, I, I know the insides and outs of the poker GFX software, the server, everything all of the RFID technology, like I know it intimately at this point, I think I've dealt with every single fucking possible technical mistake that could take place with this thing. Yep. So I know that cell phones aren't a big deal, right? right? Um, they're the least sophisticated way to cheat. So that's not really a great reason to ban them. Um, anybody who's trying to cheat on a live stream where there's video evidence definitely shouldn't be doing through something visual. Uh, I would, I would imagine like any forms of cheating that would take place would require either getting a deck in or having somebody in the back send you, uh, some sort of like verbal or vibration type signals that could be undetected. Right. So I know that that wouldn't be a reason to remove phones uh generally speaking streams will ask you to not be on your phone on stream like poker go uh, for cosmetic reasons exactly the optics are bad right, right? but and, and so like i didn't think anything of this right so i'm filming like the first hour or so i'm tweeting nonstop, trying to get people to watch a stream promoting nobody says a word to me finally uh your boy i'll talk about my boy in a second go ahead. <laughs> he he alerts me like hey we're not supposed to be on our phones whatever i'm like oh okay So I do what I do in any stream scenario where uh, they optically don't want me to be on my phone. I put it on my lap. Mm -hmm. And I just, when I'm out of the hand, I look down and I I text and I tweet and I do my thing. Mm -hmm. And nobody cares because you're not violating any gaming rules and uh, you're assumed to be out of the shot. So what's the big deal? Um, As the stream started to go on, the security guard must have been alerted that there was some cell phone use and he got really amped up man like I mean he was just like from my vantage point because I don't know anything about anything at this point he's just a mall cop on a fucking mission <laughs> and he's like pulling people aside scolding them and like you know I know when Marley came and sat down he like he like uh, pulled her aside and asked her to get off the stage whenever she's using her phone yeah, he or whatever same thing to me yeah, yeah. For sure. and in the meanwhile Eric your boy shout out to Eric I he, don't know I no one's my boy right now <laughs> I don't know who's in so on it. he he's just Literally one step away from the table over a velvet rope mm-hmm. and like texting. And then when he'd be dealt in, he would like lean over the rope, look at his hand, and then if he didn't like it, pitch it. If he did like it, he'd come and sit back down and put his phone away. And I'm just like thinking to myself, the optics of that are infinitely worse than a couple people being on their phones here and there. Right. Now, obviously, I have no idea there's suspicions going around. So, after the stream's over, I get in the booth for a minute with Veronica and I tell her about it. Like there's this no cell phone policy. It seems fucking ridiculous. And she's like, that's crazy. When I was running this game a month ago, like we were always on our phones mm-hmm. and it was totally fine. And so I brought it up to Justin, the the, the head guy who runs at JFK. And he basically says like, you know, it's for optics. And I go, yeah, but like what do you think is optically worse? Like somebody being on their phone or somebody leaning over the rail to look at their hand? And he's like, no, not that. There's been a lot of suspicion uh, in the room by locals where, you know, they're just like losing and, uh, they, they're now like thinking that the game's not on the up and up. So we just decide to ban cell phones room wide. Well, I'm gonna tell
0: you what he said before that. Cause you're talking about after the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah.
0: during the game, right. He comes in and obviously he's asked why are phones not allowed? Because There's people from outside, right? There's you, you are there, I'm there, Marley's there. There's people that are not from here, and we're like, why are phones not allowed? And then he explicitly says, There's been a situation in another streamed game. Oh, he, he brought that up again <clears throat> at the end, too. Not, no, there's been a situation, another streamed game, not here, right? right and right. we don't want that situation to happen here.
1: Okay, so what mm-hmm. he said after the game to us was that a lot of locals had been complaining that, uh, you know they're losing too much and they don't think it's on the up and up but then he went on to say live at the bike had this happen to them as well and uh we just want to get ahead of it rather than having a situation occur like what happened with them the irony is i had no idea live at the bike had any sort of situation i remember
0: that situation but like there was it was just like a blimp it was like oh like someone accused and then it went away like there wasn't like an investigation it wasn't anything like that right. um but my point is, like, he told you that in a private room with with Veronica. Right. I didn't know anything about that conversation. I'm sitting well, there. Oh, no, of course. It right? was all oh, after the game. Right. I didn't either. We
1: played under these
0: conditions. Right. So like- I'm there, like, thinking, oh, okay, it's another it's another stream. I'm thinking, like, I watch a lot of streams. Like, I don't remember anything of this happening. And then all of a sudden, like, the next day, we see I see a tweet from Veronica. Yeah. And this is where I'm a little mad at Veronica because, I, you know, she's getting all this, you know, I do commend her for coming up, but. What a lot of people don't know is like Veronica was in a car with you and I for two hours. Yeah. She drove us from Oakland to the place. Yeah. Within those two hours, she could have said, hey. Maybe mention it. Yeah. Maybe like, hey, guys, uh, you know, maybe don't play pots against possible. Right. You know, we'll still play your game. Yeah, Yeah. Just tell us like. You know, puzzle's a little shady, like, just watch out. Yeah. That would have been that would have been fine. That would have been
1: at least a warning. Yeah, Casey too. <clears throat> She's the one who got us invited to the game. It's like, you know, it would have been nice to get a little bit of a caveat with the invite of like, hey, we're a little suspicious of this, and you know, you're you're a seasoned pro. Maybe this is something you can keep an eye out for. I've had that happen in the past. I've been invited to many, many, many home games where it's like I'm pretty confident this game's on the up and up. So, if you want to come and play, you can. Just keep your eyes peeled because there's some shadow of doubt. And I always just pass. Yeah. It would have been nice to get clued in. Now, I get it. They have some loyalties and ties to stones. So, you don't want to create a mountain out of a molehill. But... What? I consider them both to be friends. So, it's like they should have some level of trust, both Veronica and Casey. It's like they, they should have some level of trust to just be like, listen uh i don't want to put you in harm's way and i would also like to get to the bottom of this so like you know just let me know if anything scrupulous seems to present itself that we could maybe look at the film later and and dissect instead it happened in kind of the opposite way where like the dams broke afterwards where it was like all right you saw what we saw right it's like what are you talking about like i wasn't looking for anything it's like all right we'll go back and look at the tape because like something shady was going on and it's like 24 hours later it's like it all it all just breaks oh yeah
0: thanks Listen, man, I don't know who's in on it, and I don't know who's not. I guess Veronica's not in on it, but who knows? <laughs> but who knows? You could just be trying to get out in front of it. You know, nothing against Veronica. I like Veronica, but hey, two hours in the car, you couldn't say anything?
1: <laughs> like, you couldn't say anything? Right, all right, I, you got
0: to pass. All right, you got to pass. The public, right, the look. court of public opinion. But I want to talk about my man, JFK.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, Before that, because I, I, I would like to exonerate some people. I'm... I'm not exonerating anybody. I am pretty close to, without a shadow of a doubt, confident that none of the commentators are in on it. First of all, they stand to be completely and utterly worthless Mm -hmm. in the whole endeavor, right? Like, commentary couldn't ever do anything positive for a cheater. Mm -hmm. If anything, they made it worse. Right. Like, some of their commentary is just so out of this world where it's just like, I get it. Like, they're watching this take place over the course of months and months and months where it's just inexplicable. And they don't know how to come up with anything other than just, like, God-mode memes. No, I mean, I, even for a little bit, like, I did commentary, and I was just
0: like, how did he right, know? Right, like, like,
1: what else can you say?
0: Right, I can't, I can't predict that he's cheating. Of course. Like, you're not going to assume that. You're going to think, like, wow, this guy's just, like, He's wow. just really lucky. Yeah, Yeah. Especially exactly.
1: in, like, a one-off scenario like right. you're doing. It's like, you just chalk it up to luck. Yeah. And then eventually, like, in their scenarios where they're commentating all the time, you chalk it up to everybody else being pretty poor. And that gets further facilitated because everyone in that game is watching these streams and they're studying the guy that they deem to be the best player in the game. And they're trying to All mimic... the planet. What, right. <laughs> and they're trying to mimic what he does. They're like, right. oh man, Possible wins huge. And like, I saw him cold call four bet with 9-5 offsuit and then just rip it when he made a pair. I'm going to start doing that shit. And then you just start seeing this outlandish stuff happening. What they don't take into account is the guy can see the fucking cards, man. But, like...
0: No one noticed that he's just, like, going like
1: this? No, no, no. They, they did, and I, he and actually had a very viable excuse for that. Oh, yeah. Tell me. Uh, he said, you know, all of us in the game would be on our phones consistently and watch the stream on a 30-minute delay so we could see what had happened. And that's genius because if he's actually watching a live, a live video feed that's giving him real-time information. You can't tell. It, it'd be undetectable. To the naked eye who's not looking for a cheater. Yeah, you right? can't tell. So it's just like he's cheating in plain sight in the least sophisticated way imaginable. He's getting the live feed. Most likely. Yeah. The, the, the only thing that I would say would uh, maybe poke holes in that a little bit is, uh, and not even poke holes, but I guess like uh, maybe he got more advanced as time went on is the picture that came out today of his hat being stuffed, mm-hmm. uh, where in-game it was stuffed, and then during the interview period, it was different. Something had been taken out of his hat. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you've ever um, come across them, but they're uh, like bone acoustics. Have you ever heard of these things? So they're pretty sick. James Bord uh, had them one day in the, in the big game, and he gave them to me. Uh, the ones he gave me were, were over the ear, So what they are is just this very sleek little... uh, And actually, it probably is the same thing for what Postle would have had under the hat. It would make sense. Um, So they're like the old-school headphones where they just like plop over your head, really thin piece of metal, right? But uh, instead of over-the-ear speakers, what they are is this little piece of acoustic device that you actually place on your temples, Mm -hmm. right? And the vibration allows you to then hear... Through your actual ears, crystal clear. Wow, that's crazy.
0: It's crystal clear.
1: It's incredible.
0: I'm gonna go through a list of people. You're gonna tell me what your thoughts are, and then I'm gonna tell you what my thoughts are.
1: Veronica, uh, I think that she has been suspicious of this for many, many months. Maybe as as much as a year.
0: I agree because a lot of her commentary is like kind of like what, like whatever.
1: Yeah, I thought her and Casey both had a tone to their to their uh, commentary. Where it was just like, we know this guy's cheating and can't prove it yet.
0: Casey's a Pokemon? Mm. I, have, I have thoughts about her too. So, I also think Veronica should have told us and everyone, definitely us, to our fucking car ride,
1: that something was happening. Fair, but she's also friends with the other eight people in the game.
0: Okay, but are you really friends? Your friends are getting robbed. Listen, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm in the house and well, you're getting robbed, should... stop. If I'm in the house and you're getting robbed, I'm not just like telling you the next day
1: hey man i saw you get robbed <laughs> no, like, no 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 it's fuck? just it's just uh you know you the, might want to tell me maybe call nine one one. sure but the whole problem is and the reason why i think uh or at least having spoken to her that you know casey when she came out was a little bit more of like hey we need to see more or we need we need some sort of like substantiated proof when casey came out on twitter you're saying yeah yeah, yeah her big reservations and I think Veronica's too is to like why she waited so long is without man. a smoking gun all of a sudden this is this is difficult to prove you can't flip-flop though no 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 that's you fair. can't flip I'm not going to make any friends this
0: this podcast <laughs> you can't flip-flop you can't be like your friend and then like your friend comes out and says something and you run the other way you ever got jumped no no well if you uh, ever do get jumped I'm not going to run the other way sure like I'm going to fight with you yeah, like yeah. you're supposed to be friends like all right, she came out. You didn't agree with it, but you know that it's true. So just ride with your ride with your friend, like, you, and then the next day you just like come out because now obviously everyone's agreeing with. Well, Veronica. so
1: that's that's the thing that I think that Veronica Casey and anybody else who was like super skeptical for a long period of time didn't necessarily understand. They probably weren't around during the Pot Ripper scandal and all this other stuff, mm. right? So what I think that they I wasn't filmed,
0: around for the pot Ripper scandal. I saw it on I TV. I saw
1: it on twenty twenty. I understand, but you've also been playing for you know almost a decade. Or Sixty at this minutes. Point. Sixty minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and you've seen enough shady shit in underground games where like you understand how the community polices these types of things. The whole point I'm trying to get at is it's a scary situation to be an accuser, especially as a female, where your opinion is not necessarily gonna just be taken at face value in this particular situation. And it becomes very scary to accuse somebody without anything more than circumstantial evidence. Mm -hmm. right? Even Veronica's tweet, I immediately gave her backlash. If you look at my response to her, it was very dismissive. It was, I don't see anything that abnormal in the handful of of hands that you have posted here. Uh, This is really, really a big claim or accusation that you're putting out there. And we're going to need to see a hell of a lot more. Now, what I'm dismissing there is what couldn't be communicated in that tweet. And that's that she's watched this for 18 months. And that's kind of what I see because I
0: kind of like a little bit like like came at you a little bit. I'm like, I'm like, if she's coming out that and putting her name out there, she probably has more information than right, just right. what she said. Right, you know?
1: Which I totally agreed with. And my follow-up tweets were similar to that nature. It was like, I don't need to see 12 isolated hands that are cherry picked. I need somebody to comb through. 500 hours of footage of him playing, tell me what his hourly is, how many sessions he wins, how many sessions he loses, uh, you know, what's his showdown percentage when he Mm -hmm. makes it to the river? How often does he win at showdown? How often does he win without showdown, right? Like once we start accumulating some of these statistics that you would see in a HUD that would very quickly indicate cheating taking place, then we can begin to make accusations. And it would have been great if that would have been the actual process we went through. Because now you wouldn't have me and Ingram spending 20 to 100 hours combing through all this shit, screaming from the rooftops that this guy's cheating out of his fucking mind. You know, it would have just been easier for her to say, like, he's cheating and here's my proof. However, we still got to the root cause, right? At the end of the day, it's incredibly clear. Pretty, I, I mean, as far as, like, civilly speaking anyway. Yeah. This is certainly, he's a favorite to be cheating.
0: Oh yeah, I would bet. I would bet a lot of money is cheating.
1: I would bet my net worth.
0: Yeah, I would bet a lot of money is cheating for sure. But there's more. There is more. Who's helping him? Right. Who's helping him? Because that is where I'm stuck. Right. Because okay, he's getting the hands. How do he get the hands?
1: Right. So this is where this is where the road diverges. Right. And this is where a little bit of understanding of the technology and everything comes in handy. So. What we, what we understand is, in some way, shape, or form, he is very likely to be getting the whole cards communicated to him. Mm-hmm. Now, personally, I think he's getting some sort of visual stream because what I noticed in my game, and I knew it in real time, and I even made a comment, uh, I was texting with somebody and I made a comment about it, was that he was very quick in his preflop decisions until it came to closing the action. So when he closed action, like, uh, for instance, my queen-10 suited hand where I squeezed out of the straddle, it went under the gun open to, uh, I think, 300. He very quickly calls with 7-5 offsuit from the 50, and then I squeezed to, like, 800 or something like that from the 100 straddle, right? Yeah. Under the gun folds, and now it takes 105 seconds for Postle to make a decision from the spot that he's in where all of the tendencies thus far... Where that he was never doing anything other than calling. Right. Like he never has a trap there as far as like we had seen over five hours of streaming thus far. And he certainly never has a fold. He just didn't do that. He would never like voluntarily put in money and then just muck. So it's like you're calling here almost 100%. Why does it take you over 90 seconds mm-hmm. to commit the money? And if you look at the video, he's like this the entire time. As if he's waiting for the cards to catch up Can't in check. his stream so he can get a good look at what did the guy under the gun fold, which he must have missed, right. I would assume. Makes sense. What do I have, etc.? And now he makes himself look very splashy and gambly because he's willing to put in $900 preflop with 7.5 off. Makes sense. So it's very likely he's getting some sort of visual read. He could possibly be getting uh, something verbal communicated to him as well, which would 100% take a second party. The visual wouldn't, however... Right, so for everybody who's terrified that like cell phones are the root of all evils, whenever it comes to this cheating scandal, that's just not true, right? Um, There was a lot being linked. I know Perkins put a link out, and a bunch of other people. I tweeted an article uh, from 2016 or 17 about a RFID reading device Mm -hmm. that was installed in like a faux cell phone case. But the things with uh, with both of those articles were. If you hack a phone that is NFC, so all Android devices, uh, NFC technology is basically the one that allows you to touch two phones together and transfer information. Um, If you hack a phone to read RFIDs like that, this is uh, why people get like RFID-free wallets, right? So you can't pick up a... You have to be insanely close, like a few centimeters away from the technology that you're trying to read. So at best, he would be able to read like maybe his neighbor's cards, but there would also be a lot of confusion Because cards are being pitched, cards are hitting the muck, whatever, right? So that's almost certainly not a way for him to cheat. Um, If it is the more sophisticated model that I was talking about where you get like a fake cell phone that's actually able to read the way the deck is aligned, that requires you getting a deck into the game. Right, So that had nothing to do with RFID necessarily. It had everything to do with infrared light and all these other things. Basically, a marked deck goes in and each card has its own certain markings on it. And the phone is able to detect uh, digitally how each card is marked. And then that sends an audio signal to you. So that could potentially be something that was taking place. And if you notice, once cell phones were banned, Postle suddenly had a key fob placed on, on the rail. Yeah, yeah, And now his hat was very bulged. So he may have become more sophisticated in the way he was cheating. He may have worked in a way to get a marked deck into the game and now suddenly had this fake RFID or fake uh, card reader that was signaling to him how the deck was... And this is sick because now not, he's not just operating on information of what everybody has pre-flop but he knows the flop the turn the river he gets which is what a
0: lot of people think like when he's calling with like five four off nine five off like these are some really outlandish pre-flop calls like it's almost like he knows he's gonna be a favorite but but in both of
1: those scenarios just knowing the pre-flop hole cards is enough because in both of those scenarios he's making a correct call um pot odds wise based on the holdings of of his other opponents notice he never has those hands against kings Right, right 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 but what i'm getting at is basically like he could have had this very unsophisticated version where he's literally just tapped into the uh graphics server and getting a live feed streamed to him right once the cell phone ban took place and this is assuming that he is either acting alone or acting with a low level employee such as a dealer now all of a sudden he needs to get a deck into the game all that would take is a corrupt dealer of course mm-hmm. right um, the reason I'm laying all this out is because uh, though I'm extremely confident that Postle's cheating, I'm not necessarily as confident that uh, we know specifically who he would be working with, if anybody. Now, the more plausible route is that he has somebody on the back end, right? Because right. how would he get access to the server in order to hack it?
0: Well, people were saying that he used to have a close connection with them, that like he used to kind of work for them and like do some consulting with them, etc. Right.
1: Right, so in order for him to hack the computer that the server runs on, and and let me dump this down a little bit, so everybody understands. First of all, you can go to, um, I, I think it's Poker GF GFX. Oh, you're, you're gonna teach people how to cheat. No, no, no. This is this is where we get our, our RFID yeah. technology. So, what this needs is where to be one ha- usually gets all. Yeah. yeah. Well, not everybody, but like Live at the Bike gets it from there. Uh, Poker Night in America uses their software. We use it. Um, certainly Stones use it. I think the, the stream that the poker guys uh, run also Portland, uses this technology, yeah. right? So like it needs to be understood that for everybody who's calling in the question, like what do I know about this? The answer is everything, right? It's, it's not in question as to whether or not their software and hardware is different. It's fucking not. It's the same, okay? Mm-hmm. So the way this operates is there are two programs. There's a server that receives all of the input from the table and then there is a graphics input computer. They're separate, right? So the way that this works is the person who's entering the graphic information is getting real-time information from a dealer. Yes. Usually it's being conveyed through a mic. Seat one raises to X, right? Mm-hmm. Now what the, what the GFX tracker or the graphics tracker looks like is literally just nine seats lined up with names on them and chip counts. You don't get to see the cards. All you get to see is if their cards were being red or not. So it's either blue or yellow. If it's blue, they've been red. If it's yellow, they haven't. Correct. It's that simple, right? You have the capacity then, if it's yellow, for the dealer to communicate to you after the hand is over, hey, um, so-and-so, or, like you'll basically relay to somebody to communicate to the dealer that seat two's cards aren't being red. Correct. And the dealer will say, can you move your cards to the RFID table? Like you see this happening all the time in streams, Right they'll move it, whatever. Let's say there's a broken card. It never reads. Okay. Then what the dealer does is after the hand is over, says like, okay, your cards are broken, looks at them, conveys back to the graphics operator. He had nine, eight of spades. The graphics operator then puts in nine, eight of spades and then clicks hand over. Right? So that guy would have no cards until the hand was over The the board texture was already taken in. And at the very end, if they chose to do so, the graphics operator could enter in what the guy's hand actually was and move on, right? And then they'll replace those cards because they're obviously bad. Now, the server side of things just receives all of this information, right? So what that sees is a graphical overlay that the editor will then be placing over top of the stream footage. So what the editor is looking at is live camera feeds of what's happening in real time. The editor is the only person who has privy access to, or should be the only person who has access to real-time information. Correct. Right? So what he's receiving is four camera angles that he gets to choose between, depending on who the action's on. And then he puts a graphical overlay on top of that, Mm -hmm. which is coming from the server, which is reading both the cards from the table and the graphic input from the GFX tracker. So this has to be suspect number one. Well... It would in normal circumstances. Okay. The reason why it's not with stones is because they don't have a peak room; they just have a curtain that separates the commentary from all of this behind-the-scenes work, mm. which is very easily uh, infiltrated by multiple people. Now, I didn't do commentary, so I was I... there. There was it's just them. Is Justin back there? He could be. Right, he goes back there. Right. Okay. Are any of the commentators ever back there? No. Okay, that's good. So we can begin to isolate things. There's a person obviously back there entering graphics, for sure. Mm -hmm. There's a person doing the edits, for sure, right? right? So that's at least three people who have access to this room at all times. Now, who has access to it when there's no stream? I don't know. Postle's been in there doing commentary before. Mm -hmm. Do you think he could have just went behind the curtain and put a Trojan on the server computer so that he can get a stream? Maybe, Right. Do you think he has inside help for all of this? Maybe. What is the most damning thing to me that isn't being talked about enough, the hand where he bet 3-bet 8-6 high on the river in a 3-bet pot where he had nothing and his opponent had a better nothing. His opponent had 9-6 high. Yeah. When he chose this hand to, to bluff with and then re-bluff, the commentary got word at the very end as, as his opponent's about to fold, that Mike's hand is wrong and it's actually nine eight of spades for the nuts. And the graphics operator changed that, right? In no. real time. I like the commentators. They get excited I like these guys, yeah. man. They're fun. It's not gonna
0: happen. How oh, in the world? And it, I, I mean, helps. like, he, I, I, I it, am no, a T-Bone fangirl for life if this happens. <laughs> it, 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 it's a value shove. He has the no best hand. No way,
1: no Oh my God! Oh no! my God. He does raise. Okay. What? Oh, the graphics are wrong? Dude, don't oh, ruin my let high highlight Unbelievable! Oh, the graphics are wrong. Does this guy makes eight, it nine? 2.4K. Taylor, does he have 8.9? Don't even tell me the graphics are wrong. I'm so much happier. Yeah, the graphics seem right. to always be wrong, right? When fucking Mike makes a crazy play, <laughs> huh? he said is the graphics uh-huh. are wrong, and he <laughs> Mike, says Mike has Mike it. Mike has it. Mike yeah, now has Mike has it. Oh, how fucking convenient what that is, huh? Is, is <laughs> oh, third uh, How convenient is that? Okay. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> Mike, Mike has what? This is bullshit. Eight, nine, this eight, is, eight, is eight, fucking oh, bullshit, gosh. man. Even with the graphics are wrong. There's no way. The Listen, wind. they've been saying, they've said this three so, times for hands. The graphics, graphics happen, happen to be. Wrong? I don't believe it, man. This is just a. You're telling me game that this fucking people. guy yeah, gets his I graphics wrongs on, on mean, a consistent basis in spots where he just happens to have a situation. This is fucking bullshit. This is
0: so sad. Now
1: they changed eight nine. Yeah, fucking right. Yeah, right. Uh huh. Uh huh. No wonder he's going this is This is the interesting part, right? So thirty minutes prior, the graphics operator changed it from eight six to nine eight suited thirty minutes later, the commentary booth gets word that Mike's hand is incorrect in this spot uh, yeah, that's impossible it's impossible It's absolutely impossible because let me let me break down what it would take for that to have to happen in real time in real time. what would have to have happened is Mike would somehow have to know that his cards are being misread, which is impossible. Yeah, he can't know that. It's absolutely impossible. People have said like, oh, mistakes could take place. Like the reader could have caught his neighbor's card yeah, but by accident. Yeah, he would never know. Not only would he right. never know, but if that were the case, then his neighbor's cards would have never read. Correct. Right? So if his neighbor actually had the six of clubs, which was allegedly not at all in Mike's hands. And by the way, I watched it again today. This is even more damning. He had eight of diamonds, six of spades in his hand. They then changed it to nine of spades, eight of spades. So now it would have had to have wait, caught wait, up. Say
0: that one more time. So he had eight of diamonds.
1: Six of spades. Six of spades. Yes.
0: So he has eight of
1: diamonds. Correct. Okay. So so now both cards have to be wrong. Right. Not one. Because then they then changed it to nine, eight of spades. Mm-hmm. Even if that weren't the case, let's say his neighbor actually was dealt the six of, uh, six of spades, right? But it, it passed over Mike's reader and Mike's reader caught it first. Well, now what that means. The other card doesn't. The other, the is, other players doesn't right, read. Right. The other player's yeah. hand never reads yeah. because there can't be two sixes of spades. Of course. Right. That didn't happen. Right. More importantly, if by some miracle, like instinctually, Mike is just like, I want to make sure they know what my hand is, right? He never tables it, but he goes to the dealer as the hand's being mucked. I had nine, eight of spades. Just let him know. I think that this card might be bad. Right? Like, let's say there's a tear in the card or something. Sure. Right? Something crazy. Yeah. Let's just say, like, you know, he's just off. We're giving the benefit of the doubt, right? <laughs> he goes to the dealer and says, uh, I actually had nine native spades. The dealer would then communicate that back to the booth, right? Right. And say, Mike had nine native spades. But at this point, the hand's over. So, now for the graphics operator to change it in real time, it would be while we're going on to the next hand. No. So. So there would still be a graphical overlay of this hand being cleaned up and Mike's cards would then change from 8-6 right, to, 9-8. to 9-8. That's not what happened. The second the commentary booth alerted like, oh, Mike's hand's wrong. It's actually 9-8, not 8-6. This is so disappointing. I thought he was the sickest. The graphics change.
0: That's pretty, that's pretty remarkable. It's impossible. It's pretty,
1: so, so how do they do that? So my, my suspicion is one of two things. First and foremost, it would be that the person doing the video edits recognizes how uh, ridiculous of a spot this is. Kind of like rounders, mm-hmm. where they're cheating uh, the, the, the frat guys or whatever. Right. And uh, Mike is like... Worm really has become an artist too. Discard calls, pickup calls, overhand run-ups, the double dupe. His technique is flawless, but his judgment is a little off. A few times I have to fold the case hand just so it won't be obvious. No, the, the video operator could easily just be like, Jesus Christ, Mike, you can't bet 3-bet 8-6 high on the river when it only works against 9-6 high. You know, I got I to gotta cover this up a little bit. And then tells the graphics operator, hey, uh, Mike's cards are wrong. It's actually 9-8, eight, not 8-6. Eight, That's one, one theory, which would then implicate that person. The other theory is that they just don't believe it themselves, and took it upon themselves to say, like, hey, this is ridiculous. We must have a malfunction out there technically. Just change his hand to 9-8 because it's the only thing that makes any goddamn sense with this line. That would be pretty yeah. pretty crazy to take that on on yourself. But how does Mike know that his hand didn't read? That seems really – Well,
0: really if he's
1: watching the stream 30 minutes later. right? No, but
0: in real time, he folds we, his hand. But we don't know.
1: Oh, I see. He didn't as far as we know, right? right. Like, he didn't tell anybody – as he folded hey my hand misread i thought you said he told the dealer though. no no oh. i was i was saying if we gave the benefit of the oh, doubt to yeah, everybody that's right. the only way this information could get back there now there's a third option but i'm 99.9 percent sure that this isn't the protocol they operate under the third option would be <coughs> that the dealer communicates to somebody in the peak room what all the action is that person now writes down manually no way what took place and then 30 minutes later, dictates it to the person entering graphics. The only reason to do that would be so that uh, you weren't, you didn't have anybody editing real-time um, gameplay. So that would mean the editor would then be operating on a 30-minute delay also. But there is literally no reason to do that because the delay itself is orchestrated through OBS, which is the software through which people Twitch mm-hmm. Twitch stream through. So that's what you set to a 30-minute delay. Correct. Right? The only reason to do this would be to run OBS on zero delay and then just put a 30-minute delayed product uh, out to it. But I don't even know necessarily that there's a way to do that because the camera feed would have to be getting delayed somewhere for that interval. And it would just be an unnecessary step. Let's talk about things that are not technical. I agree with a lot of what you said. Obviously, we have a
0: lot of experience. Well, I just
1: think this is a really big no, deal because huge. it makes it very fucking clear that somebody is communicating information in real time to the player and back, and vice versa. This is what I'm saying. I think someone's helping them. Right. Just, I, I think that's the most plausible
0: case. Right. Of course. So, I agree. We do a lot of these like streams here, so like we have a lot of experience with like how the cards go from the back room, you know, to here, like how things get communicated back and forth when things are not read, what is the actual protocol, et cetera. So Stone said that they ran an investigation. Mm-hmm. They said that effectively they called those bullshitters.
1: Yeah. That's the truth. Yo, the the social media uh, optics of Justin and or er, and, and Stone's live is fucking arrogant, man. Right, they called us. They effectively
0: said that you know
1: it was, it was just all bullshit. Well, I think the, I think the exact tweet was that these accusations were fabricated. Right, which is just wildly arrogant to think that a community of ten to twenty thousand people—I mean, I don't know how many people are watching their streams—but you know, whatever whatever the number was, you were going to get some greater concentration and more importantly, diligent eyeballs like Ingram. Mm-hmm. like uh, you know, myself, Polk, people who are able to sit through, sift through the footage and dissect it. And I'll tell you what, Ingram is doing God's work, man. If anybody watched those back-to-back nights... He's on him, tonight. Yeah, and he's on again tonight. Right. But those back-to-back nights were... I mean, I was losing my mind at some of the shit I was seeing. Any one given hand that Postle plays doesn't look that egregious. No. When you watch 100 or 200 of them in a row... Over 10 hours? He's gone. (laughs) He's never made an incorrect river decision. No. And you can't point at him like running a three barrel with seven deuce on Ace King XXX versus Jax and him getting looked up because it should fucking work. Right. It just didn't because Taylor had been studying him for months and expected that when this pattern takes place, he's trying to move somebody off of a bluff catcher. So he said to himself, I have a bluff catcher. I don't know what the fuck's going on here, but I'm not going to fold. Yeah. And he was right. That's exactly
0: what happened. That's what Taylor told me. Shout out to Taylor. They were going to run a stream today. Yeah. They were going to run a 5-5 no limit hold'em stream with Jamin.
1: These guys got fucking balls, man. And I,
0: when I saw that, I was like, wow. I was like, they need a crisis management team. Uh, I don't know. They need to hire a PR. They need to do something because running a stream? crazy is when like the entire community so this is this is the what's the goal of running a stream right for a casino it's to get the brand out there right
1: your brand is in is in the trash wait, wait take that back a step though how about when they run the biggest game that they've ever spread twenty five, fifty, no limit 10 25 50 whatever yeah ever they reach out to us who have a platform Who have a profile. One of us is in the booth. One of us is in the game. We bring Marley along who has 30,000 followers on YouTube. They didn't fucking advertise one bit of it. Veronica tweeted more than Stone's last. I have a theory about this. And
0: Veronica wasn't even working for them anymore. Right? I have a theory about this. And they're not going to like it. I think that they don't want people watching. Because there's people in there that are in on it. And they don't want a lot of they eyes want the scrutiny they don't want a lot of eyes because the eyes will bring questions because Pole is a fucking god <laughs> like th- it doesn't make any sense, so the more people that you get to see Pole, the more that the questions are going to come in right so if they don't market it, less people know it goes on for longer. People are making money yeah. that's my thing. We go up there and we fuck up the whole thing for them because we're playing twenty five fifty people are watching
1: next day, shit blows up, yeah so. Yeah, and I mean, like, going back to the whole Veronica and Casey thing, it's like, it's, it's a very big ask of them to do what's right for the community whenever their standing in the community isn't one of somebody who's been playing for 16 years, somebody who's played big stakes, somebody who's able to poke holes in these types of things. But I almost think that, like, indirectly getting us up there was, like, the, the grease to the wheel. Where it's just like, okay, I feel confident that you guys are going to have our backs on this it's time to fucking go public, right? And don't get me wrong, like, that was all Veronica's choice. Mm -hmm. Casey just had her hand forced. But at the end of the day, it's like, we have the ability to blow shit up on his. And again, like, I really want to be strong and reiterate the fact that all of us in the community, in my, you know, subjective opinion, started with an innocent until proven guilty uh, outlook on this. I did, but I was
0: just like... Veronica is a smart person. Her name is pretty clean. Why? Right. Like, why would she lay it all out there? Like, listen, this guy's cheating. Right. right, right it's right. like, what What incentive does she have? Yeah. So then I was just like, okay, I really am going to, like, side with Veronica because, like, she has no reason to do this. So for now, like, I think she's right.
1: Right. And, and honestly, you know? like, not, not that this is uh, anything in particular, but, like, this is... This is the big difference between yeah. um, being, like, somebody who is day in and day out operating a business versus somebody who is, like, like a half a step removed, mm-hmm. right? Like, the first thing that comes to my mind is the brand. Mm-hmm. So, immediately, I'm just thinking to myself, like, whoa, the optics of this for Postle, for Stones, for Justin, for all of these people, like, the fallout could be just insanely detrimental. And it could ruin them. Mm -hmm. And in this community, like your name is gold, you know, Mm -hmm. it's worth way, way more than net worth or anything else. Absolutely. So my instincts were immediately like pushback where it's just like, hold up. We have a lot of intelligent people in this community. Let's do our due diligence before we start fucking calling anybody a scam artist or cheater. Like, thank you for turning attention to this. Now let's all do our due diligence, comb through some fucking footage, and see what we have. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, within 24 hours, yeah, it was quick. It just starts pouring in, where it's like, oh my god, yeah, how did we overlook this for so long? And the reason is because nobody was watching, right? Because they didn't want anybody watching, right? Games were small. This guy won two hundred fifty thousand dollars, never playing bigger than five, five 10.
0: Yeah, it's insane. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. So who's to blame? Because it doesn't look... I I have a real bad taste in my mouth with Justin telling me to my face while I'm playing, sitting with $20,000 in front of me, telling me that the reason there's no phones here is because on another stream on another fucking land, yeah. something bad was happening. And they're being no, proactive. It's right here. It's yeah. right here. The guy sitting right across from me is cheating to my face. And I'm sitting with $20,000. Like, I'm sorry, Justin, but like, you don't play no limit hold them for a living. You're not sitting with $20,000. You have no risk unless you're in on it. Right. I'm not saying you are, but it doesn't look good. Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me you're supposed to be the manager? You're supposed to be protecting the players. You're supposed to hold the integrity of the game. You told us that the reason we couldn't use our phones was because on another stream, something was going on.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's something I think is like really critical to get out and make people understand, right. For all the apologists out there who are like, yo, this is America innocent until proven guilty. Like you're, you can't drag these names to the mud and everything else. It's like, First of all, I want to make it abundantly clear. The community has done its due diligence. We've proven mathematically beyond any reasonable doubt that Postle is 100% cheating or 99% likely to be cheating, right? Like maybe he's a time traveler. That's the other 1%. Let's get something very clear. This isn't luck, this isn't variance, and this isn't skill. Right. Either the guy's a goddamn tra- time traveler or a psychic or something of, of some... Extraterrestrial power, yeah, or he's fucking cheating. In either regard, the community did what it's supposed to do, and it gave him the benefit of the doubt early until the evidence became insurmountable. Now, as far as how that falls onto Justin, you manage this room, you manage this stream, and you let this take place under your nose for eighteen months. I don't give a shit if he's in on it or not. He's culpable. Yeah, he ran a neglectful operation. For 18 plus months where his clientele was robbed out of a quarter million dollars playing small stakes, no limit hold'em, and he did nothing active. He claimed to have run an investigation that nobody has seen any sort of output on. Right. We ran an investigation for three days. Yeah. You want to see receipts? Check my timeline. Check Ingram's timeline. Check Polk's timeline, right? Yeah. Check, check any of the, the high-level pros in this game and you 'll see receipts of, of a diligent uh, inquisition as to what the fuck is going on here right where where on earth are the reports from this this you know inquiry that you ran internally in- house who were the trusted streamers that you were leaning on to tell you that everything's on the up and up right who ran the test and the diagnostics on your server to find out if there's a Trojan in there who went through the team to ensure that at no point in time was the same staff working two sessions in a row so that we can eliminate some of the variables. Do you actually think that this shit took place? I don't think so. Even if it did, you are still responsible as the manager. Extreme fucking ownership. You're leading the ship. You go down with it. You don't get to puff your chest out and say, we run this God great stream with some of the best action in the world and yada, yada, yada when things are good. And then the second it all comes crumbling down, say like, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. So is it his head? I don't see how he maintains the job here. Because I don't, again, I don't care if you knew. I really don't. I don't care if you knew. Cheating took place on your watch, which means that you were I mean, if
0: he knew, it's way worse. Infinitely
1: worse. I, he deserves to go to jail if he knew. Right. It's extortion. Right. right? It's, it's robbery. Right. But like, if he didn't know, I don't care. Cheating took place under your nose. You're not operating under the right protocols. I can look at your stream setup and tell you it's trash. Right? Like do you are you even familiar with what the Nevada Gaming Commission forces them to do with streams here? Well, he's in Cali. I don't care. Right. Why wouldn't you go to the protocol of the most sought after fucking commission? Right. Why would you do the bare minimum? Right. Why would you risk cheating taking place under your watch? This is why I'm saying I don't care if he knew or not. He's still guilty. Yeah. He allowed this to happen right? He put his consumers at risk because he didn't follow Nevada gaming, right? I don't care that you're in Cali. And this goes to the Portland stream too. I have no idea what's taking place up there, but I'll tell you what, if you don't have a locked peak room with variable employees who are rotating their shifts there, you know, whatever, don't have the armed guard, don't have the gaming commissioner in there. That's fine. That's, that's pretty extreme. But if you don't have a a locked peak room where all communication devices are seized prior to the people going in there and you don't rotate the staff, at least occasionally, so that we can try to isolate variables, you're not doing your due diligence, period. And you're putting your consumers at risk. And if something should happen under your watch, you 100% need to be held accountable for it. So now what? Now, unfortunately, the poker community suffers. Because here's what's going to happen. At a criminal level, we don't have a smoking gun. He, nobody's ever going to be prosecuted. Right. At least not possible. Uh, there's some small chance that we find out, uh, you know, who did it on the inside. And that could break the whole thing wide open. That could be enough of a smoking gun, right? If they do find Trojans on the computer. but I mean, I don't
0: know. Is, maybe there's, like, some sort of... I mean, I don't know. I don't work, like, engineering or anything like that. But, like, if there's a warrant... Out for Apostle's phone, maybe they can backtrack, see what's sure, in there. Sure, but he's not had three
1: days to to wipe. To wipe, you know, if he's tech savvy at all, uh, a lot of this stuff is just going to be buried. Yeah. And again, you know, just to reiterate for the last time, this was Casey's concerns of not coming forward. It's the idea of catching people red-handed. But- ah,
0: man, listen, listen, okay, Casey, you seem like a nice person. I'm not with the flip flop, man. I don't like it. It bad taste. Yeah, that's fine. That's
1: optics, though. That that is. Optics, nothing...
0: but like, that's your girl, man. Like, that's your people. I can't see you go down and me be like, yo, peace, Burke.
1: <laughs> and then like oh, when everyone's course. on your side, I'm like,
0: Burke's my man, bro. Like, Burke's my dude. We I, I, work I don't, together.
1: I don't see it as happening that way, but I, I agree with you. I, I agree. It was it's not it's not a good look. Her timeline doesn't look great right now. Okay. Fine. But the point I'm trying to get at is that like I I understand the concern of not wanting to tip him off, right? Because at the end of the day, criminally speaking, it's going to be incredibly difficult to persecute, right? We haven't uh, understand this. We haven't prosecuted Russ Hamilton yet. Yeah. That's wild. Right. And he was caught red fucking handed. Yeah. So it's like, if we don't have enough evidence to criminally prosecute Russ Hamilton, there's 0% chance. So let me, let's stop with the bullshit because like we all saw him looking down at his phone for
0: months. Right, Right. We wanted to catch him red handed. You could just literally walk right behind them in the middle of one of these things and just be like, "Hey." And honestly, if if you had,
1: what would it have done? I don't know. Right? Just literally, see the fucking live stream right there. Of course. But it's still just he said, she said, right? You would no, have. to... No, there's
0: a fucking live stream playing.
1: Right. Or just be like, "Can you take off your hat?" Boom. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of li- different things. No, but like what, my whole point is that like getting that evidence to be non circumstantial is very, very, very hard. Mm. Now the beauty of the criminal system is it doesn't take that much to prosecute civilly. Right. So my anticipation is that, you know, any resolutions that take place uh, from this point forward are just likely going to be uh, financial retribution to those who are affected. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that looks like. I'm not a lawyer. I, I don't know enough about criminal law or anything along those lines. Uh, but, you know, I, I know that all of us in the community would love to see the book get thrown at whoever is found to be guilty here. You think Stones is guilty? They, they, they ran a crooked game. Whether, whether they, uh, again, whether Stones as a, as a casino, Justin as a host, whether any of them were in the know, doesn't matter to me. Especially since concerns were brought up by those who were in the know. Mm. right? Concerns were brought up months ago by your commentary crew who's watched hundreds and hundreds of hours of this and no action was taking place, or at least no reasonable action, right? So the the issue that I find with all of this is ultimately that the poker community is going to take the biggest hit of all because what's going to ultimately happen is a trickle-down effect for live streams. People aren't going to understand that this wasn't an easy heist to pull off. Well, we actually don't know. Maybe it was. It's not, though. I know it's not all, like, all viable scenarios, but like, all
0: you need is one person.
1: Sure, that's I was still you, difficult. You, ask. you need an, an insight. Correct, yeah. but that's still difficult. That's yeah. a big barrier, right? Right. The point I'm trying to get at is, it would be a real shame if suddenly all the other live streams came under massive scrutiny. Now, don't get me wrong; they should be tightening up their protocols. The ones that aren't already adhering to like some of the tighter ones, right? But like things like WSOP, things like PokerGo, they're already doing things incredibly diligently. There's, you know, very low probability of cheating these streams. The, the WSOP has an armed guard mm-hmm. uh, outside of their peak room. So it's just like this information is fucking protected. Mm. Um, that's obviously not taking place in these California streams. And I think that that's a problem. I think that they should all be doing their due diligence. If they're not willing to put the time and money and resources into making it right, then they just shouldn't run stream games. The RFID technology is very sensitive In the sense that if it gets put into the wrong hands, it's lucrative. And therefore, it needs to be treated very delicately. Removing cell phones from the fucking table is not a root cause solution. It's just optics. It's a band-aid. It does nothing, right? What are you going to start strip searching people to see if they have micro earbuds in or some sort of vibrating device on their legs? And this is the issue that I think we're going to see moving forward. Now, there's going to be that shadow of a doubt in the back of everyone's head am I being cheated? Right. Is this game legit? Would you go back to stones play live stream? Not in its current state. No, I I'm all for second chances. I think that there's a lot that the casino itself can do. You know, the people there were fantastic. I know that like for a lot of the hometown locals there, they see us as the enemy for shining a light on this, this blind spot and they feel attacked. They feel like we're going after one of their own. That is true. I do see
0: a lot of the people that are defending are from Sacramento Are or, like they're from that area. They're it's like, a bad
1: look, man. Yeah. You know, you, you you want to talk about loyalty, like what you're kind of saying. It's like you ride or die with, with those that are your own. And you know, there's a big part of denial where they just don't want to believe it too. Right. Where it's like, they know Postle, They know him to be this nice guy. Who's a local and, you know, has a good time and drinks and punts off in the one, two game off stream sometimes. And, you know, of course he's innocent. He's one of them. And Justin works 16 hours a day and he's slaves to make this brand what it is. And like, you know, five years ago, they were nothing without him. And now all of a sudden they're nationally recognized and everything else. Like, yes, all of that could definitely be true. But it's not mutually exclusive to the fact that Pazzo is cheating and he's getting inside help almost certainly. All right. Well, this was the
0: emergency podcast. Shout out to Thunder Valley. We see you. Putting in that work in the game plan, you know, when nobody's watching, when the lights are off, it's what you do then that counts, you know.
1: When Maybe you... Thunder Valley is the one who changed the 8-6 to 9-8. Yeah, Thunder Valley,
0: Thunder <laughs> they just, Valley. They just hacked in the graphics. They'll be like, this will seal it. Thunder Valley, you know. And, and you know, there's we've seen streams go down. You know, Bellagio pots just, like, vanished. I don't know what yeah.
1: happened. Uh, my guess is that the overhead to run a stream game here in Vegas is very high. Right, you have to do a lot to make sure that the game is safe. You know, mm-hmm. you can. Uh, Jay Carver was on Ingram today talking about what they do at Run It Up, mm-hmm. and when they go to Run It Up Reno, he's like, "We have an armed guard. We have to pay a lot of client or a uh, uh, a lot of uh, workforce to ensure these games are safe and and fair."
0: If you want to play
1: in North California,
0: Matrix is out there. Bay one hundred one. Bay one hundred one. They used to be relevant.
1: No, they're they're, they're back. Brand new.
0: I want to I go up there. I want to see them. I heard they
1: took all the cash action from Matrix, actually. Oh, wow. I,
0: look, I like that. All right. Maybe I'll check out Bay 101. I don't think I'll be back at Stones for a while. Uh, I think they're going to have to, uh, you know, seduce me, do something. You know, they're going to have to, like, give me some, some rake back or something nice. I don't know. Maybe a massage. I don't know. What, I don't know. What, I don't know what I'm going to need. But... There is a major bad taste in my mouth. Lied to my fucking face. I'm not with it. You know, one girl lied to my face one time. I left her ass.